this episode, you're going to get your last bit of hints, tips, tricks, clues, and updates for the Open Source Challenge. I know several people are doing it because you've emailed me. You can answer a question I feel like I should answer that somebody did ask that I'm going to share with all of you that may help you out. So the OSINT Challenge, where are we with that? We got a few days left until Monday. That's what we're going to talk about right here in Greyman, Hiding in Plain Sight. So the question I received was about the video I did with David Robertson on his channel, DMR Pub, where we talked about the UFO information that was released. And I was asked, was the clue or hint video or audio or, uh, I'm sorry, is it audio or visual? And it's visual. Now, the audio might help you to key in with this, but think about a live YouTube chat. On the audio side, you have seeing us. And on the visual side, you have watching the chat room. If you follow sometime in the first 30 minutes, maybe in the first 15 minutes, realistically, of what's going on and pay attention to me and that chat box, you'll probably figure something out. Remember, the challenge is about finding as many phone numbers and emails that I've ever used, which there are many, but there's many, many ways to find them. For example, there's free email just in the show notes here. The other things you can do and look up, in case you've had a hard time, is you can look at how to find email addresses attached to social media accounts. There's ways you can get the data and background information off social media. They'll even show former email addresses if they've ever changed them. So there's that to look at. Remember, too, that if you find any phone numbers or emails, you should probably search just those phone numbers and emails to see is there any other types of accounts on any other website or any information on where they're located or whose names might be mentioned to them anywhere on the internet, no matter where it is, because that stuff is out there. It's just knowing how to find it, but just doing those general searches can help you. Now I have dropped a lot of hints since I announced the challenge. I didn't always mention specifically that it was for it, but I can tell you that all the information I have given you that is something that sounds like it's personal information to me or my history is accurate information since I released the open source challenge originally, you know, three months ago or whenever it was. So any of that stuff that you've tracked. I do also want to remind you, because there was confusion from one viewer, I got a message or two from somebody, and then David Robertson did too. And I am not sure if it was an accident or an attempt to verify information for the challenge. But either way, David Robertson from DMR Publications is a person, but is not me. So if you go to DMR Publications or you go to DMR Pub, and just look for, say, that YouTube video. You'll see me and David on that video. It is two different people. I am not David Robertson. He is somebody else. So you definitely want to pay attention to that. It's not going to hurt you if you get wrong answers. I'm not going to be like, oh, that one's no good. It's just to see how close you come. And remember, bonus information that may help you because there are people out there that are going to find probably more information than other people that much I'm positive of. But the other thing I mentioned is if you can tell me how you find it or any other personal details, that'll be better. So it's entirely possible somebody comes up and just sends me a list to say four emails and four phone numbers with no idea of information how they got that. It's hard for me to verify because I don't know exactly who they are. But one person might come up. The only thing they might have is my actual name or a variation of my name and maybe an address I lived at and possibly a phone number I've used. But then says... Here's how I found the information. Here's where it was. Here's what I deduced from that. Here's how I searched this. Here's how I searched that. 
and this is how I came up with the information. That's a person that's going to verify and show me they did their research and why. There are people out there doing some stuff. For example, there's some people who have tried to connect to me on LinkedIn because I do have a public account there and probably just to verify it's in fact me. So I know people have looked there. I've received friends requests on other social media accounts, kind of picked up at certain points of people I don't know. But looking at their names or variations of emails, they've sent me messages. A lot of them aren't. I just wonder if they just wanted to connect or are they actually trying to figure out if it's actually me. A few things I will tell you early on. I mentioned a list of states, if you remember, in one of the podcasts. All those states <clears throat> I've lived in or I've trained in while I was in the military. There's a couple of them that even though I lived or trained there, I have family members that have lived there or do currently live there. There's only a couple of the states, two states for sure, that a family member lived in I never lived in, but it was to help narrow that down. So I would be looking at things like, you know, I was in the Army. Is there an Army base there? That doesn't mean I was stationed in that state because at least one of them has a couple Army bases. I was never there. But take a look at that. If you listen to the interview I did with PI Magazine and list off part of my resume and some of the places I've worked and organizations and agencies I've worked with, that's not going to help you in any way because you can't find that stuff. I would like to give out to three winners, but that really depends if we have three that do very well. So track your research, put the information in where you found it. That will definitely help you just to show me how you got it, how you found that information. If you've come across those websites to show like, oh, here's his name. We'll say my name's Bob the Terrorist. Obviously it's not. And you see there's different versions of that. Put all that in there. Don't just throw the links in. Throw in what you pulled from the link and then how you search that. You know, you don't have to do all that, but you can and just sit down and say, well, I did this and I did this. I found this link. I found this info. Things that's going to do is possible. It's unlikely, but it's possible somebody's going to find information out there I'm not tracking because there's some stuff I'm tracking, some stuff I can't get rid of. That kind of helps. But it's going to show me what you're doing with your research. It's also going to show me, based on the information you give me, where you could have done better that I can use as a teaching point on here to tell people here and on the Intel training page, all right, one individual did this. Here's some other things you can do while doing that on the website or other ways you can do this. It gives me an idea where people are at. So it helps me provide stuff for you. The other thing this is going to do is whether you're doing it not now or not, when you get that information, it'll give you more information to actually go look for yourself and your loved ones to find out what's out there and what you can control or do something about to remove from the internet, to enhance your privacy, or just to find out if somebody's doing something they shouldn't be that's probably dangerous for them that you can help make a difference on in their lives. There are people that have some advantage that know one of the names I use, at least the first name, that's on the Intel training page, although they haven't mentioned it in a long time. There are people out there. I've never met them, so they can do the challenge, but I did use a first name, not my nickname, Shammer, when I was originally got on to locals working with some folks. So there's people out there that have at least one first name I've used that can use that to possibly cross-reference and find some information. Remember, you can always talk amongst yourselves. So you can do that just fine. What I should have done, in retrospect, it's too late now, what I should have done is created a chat room like on Signal or something that everybody can use and just put out the link and invited them to it, booted anybody that was a troll, but said, look, cross-reference with each other, ask each other questions, 
Maybe I should have done something like that. I don't know. Hard to say. Other things you can do on social media accounts where you can see people's friends list or connections is you can search those if the list is available and look for name variations of anything you've found or depending on how many people there and how much time you got, you can scroll through and look at photos to see if there's photos of that individual because some people like me have multiple accounts. That may help you. Probably not for mine because I don't connect those accounts to each other, but there's things like that when you're searching other people, you can realize, oh, they got more than one account. Like I mentioned on one of the previous podcasts, why you should use more than one email, why you should use more than one social media account, especially if you're a business or got a page or something published. So if one account gets burned, you still have access and control over your business stuff that you've put up there. I don't know if this will help you, but I've been retired for 10 years and 10 days from the United States Army. I did join in the 90s. And I was in the U.S. Army, which narrows down military base options and training locations. In the Army, your job's called your MOS, Military Occupational Specialty, specialty Sorry, based on your branch. There's a different coding system or number system, the way they do that. I had four different MOSs in the Army and many different jobs. That's only to tell you that if you find something and say it mentions 11 Bravo, the infantry where I started out and you see something else that looks like you think it's me, but it has a different MOS. Don't discount it because I've had four of them to clarify. I do still live in Arizona. I've mentioned that many times. So in case you're wondering where I'm at, I am in Arizona near a military base that has a presidential bunker that I believe is inactive or at least for the president, but it's still here. It's also next to the longest runway in Arizona, which is not on one of the major airports. If you can find that out, whether or not I've mentioned the town in any time since I started this, that may help you narrow down some possibilities. You may even find Google photos of one of the houses that I'm living in right now. What do you mean one of the houses? Because the way I'm living now, I'm not dumb enough to live in only one place. There's a place that looks like I live where I collect mail and then there's the place where I live that nobody knows. But you won't find that one, but you could find the public one. The other thing you could do is take any name of any organization I've worked with, even Gray Man Concepts, and look it up and see if it's a registered business. That would be a gold mine if there's anything you know I've ever mentioned or any organization I've ever worked with, which some of you have been around long enough that it predates the challenge, even predates me starting this actual audio podcast which is mentioned many times on older YouTube videos from four or five years ago. But I would look those up and see if they're registered businesses or corporations or nonprofits, and you may find names attached to them. Well, you'll find names, including names of mine that can be cross-referenced that are listed publicly that may help you find more information. Everybody right now is like, dude, come on, man. Why didn't you give this information months ago? Because it relies heavily on you and I've been giving you hits along the way and now we're cramming for the test. Now we're cramming and trying to figure things out. And unless you're in a country that is a state sponsor of terror or something that has some sort of issue with mailing things, remember this is open to all listeners for up to three prizes I have for up to three people, not three apiece, there's three for the possibility of three winners. Which, as I mentioned, is one of the types of bags that I use. Just gives you another bag to use. You don't have to. 
that is a messenger style bag. There'll be a couple books in there, a book that has to do with either prepping or survival subjects. A lot of people are getting into that now. And there'll be at least one book that has to do with things we talk about on here, like either detecting exception or body language. Not everybody's necessarily going to get the same book. There's a nice notebook with waterproof tearproof pages that I like to use and a couple writing things. There's going to be some other little tools, some medical supplies and that kind of stuff. Like I mentioned before, and a few other odds and ends valued well over a hundred dollars for every person. And I, you know, most of the time people are like, well, what are you getting out of this? Cause everybody's like, well, you know, share my video, like my video, all that kind of, I'm not doing any of that. You can, of course, it's just to, what I'm getting out of is seeing how much interaction I'm getting, how much people are doing, how much they're trying, how much I'm helping. It's helping me make the show better. That's why I'm doing it. Other things you can do is while I said people that have met me and know me personally, uh, like really know that they are my friends or that I've trained them, whatever in person over a length of time aren't eligible because they know too much. They'd have an unfair advantage. That doesn't mean if you know who any of these people are, you can't ask them just saying like there's organization, one of the large organizations I trained here in Arizona. I could have a listener in that organization. It's a person I never met who joined later on who's aware some of these guys know me, I would be asking them questions. It doesn't mean they're going to help you. But I would have been using any skills I learned on here and acting like I didn't listen to the show and just talking to them to try to learn more, to find out what I could. That's what I would have done. Or you can just reach out to people directly if you want. Now, one of the hints I gave recently that I didn't tell you because I didn't tell you why was I mentioned my dog in the last video and her name she has her own facebook page and if you've seen her and know what she looks like that might help you might not i know you're thinking like you really your dog has a facebook page yeah it's not the dark ages my dog does social media and she's on twitter too she gets tweets from the birds out back every morning now if you know any information about vehicles i've driven that may help you or help you in photos but don't get too disturbed like that. There are aero photos you can find in different map systems, just like Google, that show people's houses with cars in front. I've had different cars in the last 10 years, including my new truck that's two days old, which there's not going to be a photo of. But the last two vehicles I've had, which were a Jeep Cherokee and an FJ Cruiser, there are photos out there of a residence that I use for mail that has those photos it has an overview one is clearly an fj the other one's just aerial so you can't really tell that it's a cherokee now like i said this goes through labor day labor day is on the 6th so please start sending in your emails and messages that's when i'm ending it which means i'm not going to give you any more information after that but i'm going to give a little grace period because i know some people can't always keep up day to day on the podcast to get a few day delay. So even though it ends on the sixth and I'm not going to be giving any more information out by the 15th of September, by the 15th of September, the end of the day where I'm at, which right now is listed as Pacific standard time in the United States, I am going to not take any more submissions. And I, I, I mean, on the other side, I kind of hope people do submit. I'm like, what if people don't? I, there has to be some of you that are, because many of you have contacted me, including the guy that gave the original idea. So I, I hope that uh, you're definitely trying to do it. 
And don't be concerned with how much information you have. If you don't know how to do this stuff and or and or don't have a lot of time, it can be hard to come up with a lot of information. You might be thinking he wants pages of information. He wants specifics. He wants accuracy. I want you to do the best you can. That's what I really want. And I want to know how and where you found it, even if you just write it out in a story and don't have links in there and you just remember names of websites and where you think you got it is going to help me out um, to pick a winner and to figure out where I need to go with this information for online privacy to give you more ways to do stuff. Because I put a lot of stuff out there, but it's a podcast, so it can make it harder to do actual classes on this stuff and have you go through it because we're not sitting in a room together. That's part of the reason I'm doing this. Now, one caveat, I believe I mentioned this before, but if I didn't and these people are listening, they actually have enough time to do this because they have some training in this. There are people I've trained in Arizona when I was training guys to do specialized time with JSOX that I have met, but they don't know who I am. They can absolutely do this. And I waited till now because if you're listening out there and you're one of the guys I trained and you're like, well, I've met you, I can't do it. If you were in that training school with me, you did enough stuff while you were there, even if you were there at least a month or for some, there'll be some that even less. If you got to go on the assignment, even if you were only here for a week or two, but you did get to go on the assignment, you have enough skills and training that you can find this information out in the next few days. And a lot of you did this kind of stuff like in a day. There was This is an exercise similar to things I did in there for other people or situations where I gave them random bits of info. And sometimes I'd give them a lift of info that didn't even look like it made sense. And I'd give them like two hours or three hours to brief me on it. You have the capability of doing this in a week. And since I'm buffering until the 15th, you've got plenty of time. So if you're out there, I trained you, you met me, and all you think you know is a first name of me and what you think you know about my background, you can definitely try it out. And, you know, there's other ways around this that I would have considered, like, I've met this guy. He may very well remember me and my first name. This is true. This is true. Of course, you could always use a made-up email, not use your real name, but use a name you know you can get mail at at one location or at your location. For example, there's plenty of people I think we all know that live with somebody that have a different name or got married to somebody that has a different name with a kid with a different name. I would have used that to cheat the system because if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Just saying. There's many options out there. And I'm saying that now because there's people that do know a little bit of information on me, but probably not enough or as much as they think that could find some more that while they had a head start, they're like, well, crap, I can do this now. Yeah, that's why I waited this long. And you guys know, especially if I've trained you, how I do stuff when I train and teach and throw things in at the end. That's why I'm doing that now and why the rest of the world got a three-month head start. Now, since we're in a mad rush, I do have one email for sure in the notes. Don't forget that one. I'm not going to disqualify you, but it's going to be frowned upon if you don't add that to your submission. Take a look at that. When you're looking at it, use it. Start asking me questions. Start asking me questions. Start sending me questions. If I get enough questions in a few days before the end of this, by the 6th, I'll do one more podcast where I answer a bunch of questions the best I can. You can be as direct as you want, even if you know it's a question that I've told you I'm not going to answer. Like if you specifically ask me, is this your name? I'm not going to answer that, but if you give me questions very specific questions or even general questions about what you're doing that I can address publicly to give everybody a better chance so they have that grace period. 
I will do so. If I don't get the questions, then I won't do another one of these. Other things that may help you out, I have mentioned early, early on for the early listeners or those that have fast-forwarded and listened to a bunch of these real quickly and binged them. I've mentioned things early on, like I write articles for websites. One of the things I would have considered is DMR Publications is a website, and I know him, and it's not the only website he's had. And I've written articles for him using one of my names. Just saying, that's out there. Now, I'm not saying if you reach out to David and send him a message that he's going to tell you the answers to any questions, but I don't see why he wouldn't answer a question like, hey, do you have any other websites still available? I can read old articles on things that you aren't publishing over here that are still active. And where can I find those? A question like that, he'll probably just send you a link to the website. And then if you look through there, you might find there or on DMR publications, a list of people that have written for him, which could narrow down or confirm something. And if you can look at and consider the articles and how they've written them, you may be like, this sounds like something he would say. And that might help you narrow some things down. There's also nicknames I've used that are connected to all kinds of things out there that you may be able to cross-reference to existing information you found. That's I would use existing. But obviously, Shammer would be one. I would definitely look that up and find out, is there anything out there that name's connected to? Another one is Turk, as in Turkey without the EY. Another one is Bone Crusher. That's an old one I had from my military days that may be connected to information that you can find out there. I would also be looking at if you run across anything that you think is an email I've used and it has a form of a name in the address, I would be using that. Or if you think you found one or more names and then you run across something with emails, I would look at how are those email addresses written? Do they include something like the form of a name or a numbering system that matches something? I would definitely look at that. And some people are worried about people spamming me. Don't worry about that. Because a lot of the accounts you're going to find, for those that really find some email accounts, aren't ones I use anymore. And part of the reason why I have such a large number of email accounts is because I've been migrating things over to another system and another set of emails that people never have access to that I'm switching again for the third or fourth time. Like I mentioned before, using when I mentioned having all the email accounts and how to use this one for this one, this one for that one. That's what I've always done. I'm just in the process of switching them over because it's been a few years. Remember, too, when you find a phone numbers, don't get focused on the fact if you look them up or whether or not they're a cell phone. People have had landlines in their life. I'm old enough to have been alive for at least 20 years, I imagine, before cell phones were really that prevalent. Not to mention that people still use landlines now, and I think they should. So those options are definitely out there. Don't get stuck just on cell phones. Some other information may help you, and it may not. And I say may not because some of it's connected to things. Some isn't. Depends on what you find. But specific, more specific locations are like Seattle, Washington, or Des Moines, Washington, or Fort Lewis, Washington, or Schofield Barracks, Hawaii, or Wahiwa, Hawaii, Fort Carson, Colorado, Colorado Springs, Colorado, Fort Benning, Georgia, Fort Bragg, North Carolina, Fort Huachuca, Arizona, Benson, Arizona, Sierra Vista, Arizona, Tucson, Arizona, Denver, Colorado, Boston, Massachusetts, Baltimore, Maryland, Fredericksburg, Virginia, Billings, Montana, Chelan, Washington, Chilliwack, British Columbia, Sitka in Alaska, 
Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Monterey, California. Clarksville, Tennessee. Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Fob Endurance. Fob Merez, Diamondback Airfield. Fob Striker, Victory Base Complex. Fob Endurance. Kiara City, Q-West Airfield, Kiara West Airfield, whatever version you want to use. Baghdad, Mosul, Talifar, Balad, Bagram Airfield. Germany, Belgium, Ireland, Scotland, Great Britain, Sweden, and several other European countries. I don't think that was ones are going to help you, though. 25th Infantry Division, 101st Airborne Division, 10th Special Forces Group, Task Force 626. None of the other numbers would really help you. There are websites and things you may find out there that I belong to most a long time ago that were connected to hobbies of mine, some related to music or playing a bass guitar or photography or anything dealing with firearms. Those types of things are out there. Just in case you ran across that and it looked like it matched something, I would definitely consider that. Because you got to remember, it's very easy to find information, start finding other connections to verify if the information is accurate, and then you start running up with things like hobby forums and websites and wondering, well, maybe this isn't him, but you're actually just making an assumption because you don't know, because you don't know everything about me. So I haven't put all the little hints or hobbies out there. So in case you ran across some of that, that may help you verify that information. Well, I think that's enough for now. These will probably be your final clues unless I get some good questions that need clarification by the 6th. And I do wish you the best. I will give you a grace period till the 15th because I know not everybody catches these up right away. It does take up to a week in some situations for the podcast to kind of peak out before they level out on listeners for everybody getting caught up. So I know some people are going to be hearing this after the 6th, but you're wanting to do this. Just to let you know, you still have until the 15th is a grace period. Wish you the best of luck and take advantage of that email if you need it. And phase one is complete, which has nothing to do with this. That's something else. Phase one of a bigger list of phases going to bigger projects and things that I'm hoping to get going in the next year or two. If you like this episode, don't forget us a like, share, heart, whatever your platform is using and Make sure you let people know you think will enjoy this material. Give us a review on Apple Podcast or wherever you're at. And don't forget to check out the show notes and check out dmrpublications.com. And we will be back again shortly with more information right here on Grayman, Hiding in Plain Sight.